0: Hurts takes the strap, he's back, he's going to run, he's in, touchdown, Jalen Hurts! The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again, another touchdown!
1: Uh, Welcome back to Link Lineup, Um, today is January 4th, 2024, and we're recording at 5.40 Eastern time, so... As always, whatever happens after this, it happens. Um, Today I have Josh with me. Uh, Bryce's birthday is tomorrow, so he's out celebrating, allegedly. Uh, So uh, happy birthday, Bryce. Um, Hopefully you listen uh, and you understand that I have said happy birthday to you because otherwise I'll hear about it. Um, But we have plenty to talk about. We got the the game from Sunday uh, against the Cardinals which took me a minute to want to talk about. And then, of course, uh, looking forward, uh, plus, like, yeah, we we've had some some news, I guess, the biggest thing being the A.J. Brown interview, which, depending on how you looked into it, either coming out feeling better or feeling worse about the, about the team. Um, but we'll have all that covered here on this episode. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about it. Um, Cardinals game. It felt like the commander's game from last year where the commanders just held onto the ball the whole time and the offense did what they could, couldn't necessarily get into a, like a rhythm, but they just controlled the time of possession. And that's basically what happened is they dominated us in that department. Um, and the best way for a uh, a bad team to beat a good team, I guess, is to hold on to the ball and not allow the offense from the opposing team to score. Um, so Cardinals executed a fantastic game plan, uh, but it, it ultimately, it sucks. It, that game sucked to watch. Um, if, we, if we recorded this, because like the plan was record right after the game and kind of give our, you know, initial reactions because Cowboys won. So, you know, we should be in the two, the two seeds, like, like firmly in the driver's seat, the two seed. Um, but we lost. And so we lost the two seed. We lost the NFC East, um, not officially, but kind of officially. Um, and so now it's like, it's sad, just sad. Um, And the Eagles are missing out on at least two home playoff games or at least one, but you would hope they win that first one. Um, so at least two playoff home playoff games, uh, now they're not going to get any, unless some miracle happens where all the lower seeds just win. Um, but you know, I coming out of that game, didn't feel great. Didn't feel good. was very frustrated. Um, almost could see it coming from a mile away whenever whenever the Cardinal got the ball um on that last possession you could see it you knew it was coming if you've been if you've been with the Eagles this year you knew what was happening um and it sucked what were your main takeaways uh from this game
0: yeah I mean I have two main takeaways one being just um just how much the Cardinals got whatever they wanted offensively. Obviously, they ran the ball really well against us. They had – I don't remember how many rushing yards. I know it was in the mid-200s. Yeah. Um, I think didn't matter Connor who was running the like, ball.
1: James Conner had like 119 yards at in like the, the first
0: half. Yeah. He had a monster game. Michael Carter got – it felt like he was getting a first down every time he touched the ball. Um, Kyler Murray had a few nice runs. Um, but even when they were passing the ball, it just felt like just they got whatever they wanted. I uh, just felt like our defense had no idea what was coming at any point, and just even if they did, they couldn't stop it. Um, you know, on the other end or on the other side, though, um, you know, it, I was aside from the second to last drive, overall happy with our offense. We were scoring when we got the ball, which was not very often, so it was nice to see. Um, you know, you want to do that against a team like the Cardinals. You want to be able to score it well against a, I'd say what most consider a bottom five team in the league. Yep. So, um, yeah, so the offense, I mean, like I said, aside from the second to last drive at the end there, um, you know, pretty much got what they wanted as well, which was good. Um, I guess I might've liked to see, I mean, coming into the game, I would have, I would have wanted us to run the ball a bit more, but as effectively as we were passing it, it's hard to say that we should have done things differently. Um, it might have been nice to have a bit more time of possession and get our defense keep our defense off the field a little longer. But at the end of the day, I mean, we have to get stops. and we just weren't getting any. So as long as we kept putting points on the board, I mean, the offense did its job,
1: yep. Ah, uh, the in perspective, Cardinals had the had the ball thirty nine minutes. so essentially sixty six percent of the ball game, the Cardinals had the ball. Uh, I believe, and here's here's the funny thing. I just I, I'm looking at the the ESPN box score. Is the Cardinals only had one more drive than we did? They just held the ball for so long. It wasn't like we were turning the ball over, or going three and out, and giving them the ball and allowing them to just keep the ball. Every time they had a drive, they just held on to the ball. Uh, example. Let's let's go drive by drive. Uh, first drive ended in a field goal. Seven minutes, forty six seconds. Uh, that's that's our touchdown. They had another field goal. Nine minutes. Uh, touchdown. Uh, six minutes. Five minutes. Four minutes. Two minutes. These are these were all like in the um the second half, the last couple I mentioned. But six minutes is quite a bit. And then we could be punting the ball. We took a minute and a half off. They then followed up with a five minute um, drive. And then we had a seven minute drive. They had a four minute drive. We had a two minute drive. And then they took two minutes off the clock to score a touchdown that final drive. So they're holding the ball. They were just holding on to the ball. And, you know, you got to give them credit. Um, Because, I mean, they were what, 14 point dogs? This game, 12 and a half, whatever. But gotta give them credit where credit's due. It sucks. It doesn't feel good. Um, and uh, it's funny because after the Cowboys game, you know, I came on here and I said, you know, we can get right if we beat the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Giants again. And like, what's, or in the Seahawks too? I forgot the Seahawks. But we lost the Seahawks. So I'm like, hey, we can beat the Giants, Cardinals, Giants beat the Giants. I'm guys aren't, you guys aren't feeling great. I'm feeling okay. Lose the Cardinals. Now we're feeling awful. Um, so we had opportunity to get right. I feel like, um, but we kind of based on what I've seen. Um, and like I've mentioned, I've plugged them a million times and I'm going to continue to do it until I'm blue in the face, uh, on the Shane page with Shane half and Johnny page. Uh, they're basically summing up as, like, on defense. They're getting too cute. Uh, Hassan Reddick was dropped in the coverage, I believe, like, 23% of his snaps. Uh, same thing with Brandon Graham, just dropping the coverage. And, like, they are preaching they don't want to be predictable. But, like, there is, I like, a fine line of being, like, predictable and, like, being, like, exciting and just being stupid. Because, like, why are you dropping your best pass rusher in the coverage? Sure, I understand the thought process behind it. You have Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, you got Josh Schwett. you got every you got every piece you want, but still you want your best pass rushers going into coverage. And then sometimes they put him at off ball linebacker. He's not an off ball linebacker. Why is he lining up behind the lineman? You know, in like that linebacker spot. Why? Why? There's no point. And sure, they they might use them as like a spy, but it doesn't matter. Why, why would you do that? Um, so there, there's plenty to you know be frustrated about um the defense and I can't I can't tell you anything to make you feel better about it. The only thing I can say is uh, it can only get better because I don't think it could get any worse. Um but let's uh let's talk about pros real quick from this this past game and then we'll continue to bash the team for a little bit longer. Uh, pros, that Sydney Brown uh, return was phenomenal. Got me juiced. Um, it wasn't an easy return. It was not an easy return. He had to, he had to work for it. Uh, the pick, you can definitely say that was just a gimme. Um, Would have been wouldn't have been surprised if, it, if he dropped it, but the way the season's kind of gone. Um, but he caught it. And then Made a hell of a return, uh, pretty impressive.
0: He definitely channeled his uh his brother Chase, yeah, the, uh, Bengals running back, in that.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, I actually didn't know he had a, a twin brother until. Not really? Yeah. So I was I was playing. So I I obviously I play fantasy, and I have Chase Brown on my on my bench. And I and I remember I think it was probably last week. I was I looked at him and I was like, wait a second. Like, he kind of looks. He looked the same. Like. Like skin complexion as him, like, and I was like, he kind of actually looks like him. And then uh, I looked at the picture on like fantasy, and I was like, he looks just like him. I was like, I wonder, like, what this is. And then I looked up, and our twin brothers—they went to Illinois together. They got drafted this year together, or not together, but you know they got drafted this year. Yeah, look just like him. And Chase is going to be good. Chase is going to be real good if once he gets opportunities.
0: Oh yeah, he's Uh, definitely underutilized there. Yeah.
1: And I mean I understand why they have Joe Mixon, but uh I mean he's gonna be good once he gets a chance I'm gonna draft him next year. because um, people yeah. are probably gonna forget about him. But um speaking of fancy, we're taking we're taking a slight detour here. Uh me and Bryce were in the finals in our money league. Oh, well. the only league the only league I care about. And um Bryce had quite the start uh that or that week. 'Cause uh I had a Monra He got me like 22 points. It was nice. But then, like, he had Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers had like a couple catches for 100 yards and a touchdown at like in the first half. I forgot who else he had. He had uh, Kyron Williams, who got three touchdowns in the game. Um, And then, trying to remember what it was, I was up by like four points after the one o'clock games. He had. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Jason or Travis Kelsey, and I had, no, he was up, he was up, he had Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, I had Jalen Warren, and Javante Williams, and Jalen Warren kind of went off for me, and uh, kept it close, all that to be said, it came down to Sunday night, I had Justin Jefferson, I was down two points, um, and then the Vikings rolled out, I forgot his name, but the rookie uh quarterback, I think Jaron Hall is his name. Um, looked awful. Justin Jefferson is not getting any catches. They put Nick Mullins in. First thing he does is throw to Justin Jefferson, secured the the the, the prize, um, beat Bryce. Um so Bryce for listening to this, fuck you. Uh beat your ass. Um the champ is here. But
0: um Happy I birthday, yeah. Yeah, happy
1: birthday. Uh, <laughs> I won't tell him that. It was it was awesome that it was I'm glad it was him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I won that, but back to the game. Um, yeah. So Sidney Brown definitely channeled his inner chase. Um, what else was positive? I think the offense, like you said, they were, they were, they were great. I think, I think they were great for the opportunities that, that was given to them. They were good. Julio. I forgot about Julio. Julio had two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, uh, that one off the tip pass. Was was great because he had a stop stop and like really focus to catch that knee. He he got the touchdown, and you know, Dallas Goddard got a touchdown, so he's up to three touchdowns this year. Um, really only his third, I think so. I think third or fourth, um, right on pace. Yeah, he's probably gonna get his normal amount. Um,
0: on that tipped Julio touchdown at the time, it almost looked like if he didn't get tipped, he wouldn't have gotten there. And so much so that it almost looked like he was like prepared for it to be tipped. So like he was like in the perfect position after the tip.
1: Yeah, I was. I was it trying was... to. I was trying to figure out where the ball was trying to go. I think it was. Yeah. It was going to Julio, but I think it was going to be so. like on the sideline. But okay. the the tip worked out because Julio yeah. stopped, and it was perfect. Yeah. Shout out, Julio, man! Shout out to Kenneth Gainwell uh for that pass on the uh the fake tush push that was cool that was cool
0: um i was just saying earlier that day that it's funny that like we've never faked the tush push and like you could put a running back in there instead of Jalen because it's not like we've ever faked it it's not like there's any doubt and then of course we pull that out which i like wouldn't mind saving it for the playoffs yeah
1: that's what what i was gonna say i wish we would have saved it but it is what it is um
0: and teams do kind of have to account for it, even if we don't do it. So yeah. that's good too.
1: I think, I think that's what's awesome about the Tush push. And I know national media hates it. I know people who aren't Eagles fans hate it, but I like it. I, Cause like there, there is a lot you can do with it. You can push with it and you can, uh, you know, when I, when I went to the commanders game, um, in October, uh, we handed off to DeAndre Swift. He got a touchdown off of it. Uh, there's just so much you can do with it. Um, and you know because like you can't stop it like the initial one but like you can really like swing for the fences and like pass it with your running back or uh you know there's I don't know what else you could do with it but 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 you could do you can do a lot and you can surprise them because let me tell you something their first priority is definitely trying to stop it um with Jalen um but
0: yeah, because if they don't send the house at Jalen, he's going to get the first down. Like, yeah.
1: Yep. For sure. Um, for sure. And uh, I don't know if I said it on here, but uh, Jimmy Kemski said it the best. It's funny whenever somebody gets the broad idea to jump on top of the pile mm-hmm. and then just crowd surf their way back to, like, where they came from. Uh, because if you get on top of the pile, you're not really doing anything. Um, yeah. You're just kind of having a, having a ride. Uh, but – Anything else positive I can think of because <laughs> there's not a lot. Oh. Uh
0: I'm trying to think if there's anything else offensively, because I uh, can't imagine there were any on defense.
1: I can't. Um mm-hmm. I feel like, like Keeley Ringo had a decent game. I know that he got flagged like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just how that's just how he plays. Uh he was he's very handsy. Um that pass interference um, I believe on that last possession. I don't I I was mad at that call because he did get pulled down. Um it is what it is. Um uh, shouldn't be in that position to begin with, but he did get pulled down. Uh yeah, let's go to negatives. Um because, <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything else. Uh one of the biggest negatives I feel like gets overlooked. Uh, because something good actually happened on it <clears throat> was, whenever Milton Williams sacked Kyler Murray and Kyler fumbled the ball, and instead of like, I don't want to say finishing the play, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to kind of, not want to grill Milton for it, but he got up to celebrate balls on the ground, and if he's holding on and he like he's aware of the ball on the ground, he can keep Kyler from getting it and that's our ball, but he gets yes. up, celebrates, Kyler gets right back on the ball, and you know it is what it is you know um yeah first, personally me i'd probably be celebrating too um uh, but you got to be a little bit more aware of like what's going on around you um and then if you watch the tape it seems like obviously the defensive line knows who they are they know their skill set they know that they're underperforming so they are playing uh, selfish ball um, a lot of times, um, well, this game specifically, the worst thing you can do is allow a quarterback that has mobility to get on the outside, and so Sunredick and Josh Sweat. Sometimes they rush the inside because they feel like they can, they can, you know, they can win that that pass rush by pass rushing on the inside. However, that's awesome. Except so A, you got to make sure you bring them down. Josh Sweat didn't bring Colin uh, Murray down. The only opportunity he got. And then, B, if you don't win it, guess what? Kyler's not slow. He's going to roll out to his right or left, and he's going to take up the first down or yards with his feet. So there's a lot of, like, selfish ball being played. Um, And like I said, if you haven't watched or listened to their show, uh, definitely give it a listen uh, because they go over that uh, more in depth than I will ever be able to. Um, I hope that one day get there, and I hope that one day – uh, bring that to this show. But until then, they're my go-to. Uh, but they were saying like, it's a lot of selfish ball. Uh, they're trying to make things happen whenever it's not there. And um, when they make these decisions, it hurts the team. And we can't have that. We can't have it. Uh, do you have a negative that maybe I'm forgetting about?
0: Um, not that you're forgetting about. I think... When it comes to the selfish ball that you're talking about, I wonder how much of it is the players versus the scheme.
1: Uh, if um, it's a, if it's a scheme, then uh, I don't know what to tell you because, like, common sense tells you, and like we see it all the time with opposing defenses, is if you are going to make a quarterback roll out, you're going to pre- you want to pressure them. If they're right-handed, you want to make them roll out to their left. If they're left-handed, you want to make them roll out to the right. But it seems like no matter what happens, we're not doing that. Because, like, yeah. how many times a game have you seen Jalen roll out and then he can't pass it because he's, he would have to throw across his body? You see a lot. But yeah. how many times do you see a an opposing quarterback do that? Not often.
0: Not often. No. I mean, that's, why, that's what makes me wonder how much of it is the players. Because I have to imagine if the coach is trying to – if the coach isn't coaching them to do that, it would be like they would make adjustments at some point. It makes me so it makes me wonder how they're being coached to play it, especially against someone like Kyler who's that mobile. Cause I can't imagine our players are going against what, what the scheme is and Sirianni and the coaching staff are just like, oh yeah, I mean, like not coming down on them for that.
1: Yeah. I think I think a lot of it there is at least Matt Patricia's kinda I think he's like trying to experiment. But I think – so I think that they – the players and the coaches are aware of, like, who they're playing against and knowing that they should win these games, right? I think they want to experiment for stuff uh, in the playoffs, but they didn't expect to lose these games. Um, Because, like, like I said, like I mentioned, Hassan not in his natural spot. Brennan Graham's dropping in, in, in pass coverage. They're making. They had a couple reps where Nicholas Morrow was the edge rusher. Um, so like, they're they're like, I feel like they're experimenting, and it's not good. It's not good because we we've, we've been losing. So if we're not winning, not good. Not good at all.
0: Um, yeah, but, I mean, like you said, they're getting, they're getting too cute with it. Like It's one yeah. thing to be unpredictable. It's another thing to just. Do it doesn't just, make sense. Yeah, be, stupid. Yeah. be stupid. Yeah. Um
1: that's that's all I can think about. Cause I don't I don't, don't want to go too long on um, like this game, um, because we could we could be here all day. Um but offensively, one thing that 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 stunk and you mentioned it earlier was that last uh possession. But yeah. uh that AJ interview, he said that like if if somebody goes like the correct way, that's like a 30 yard touchdown. I believe him. I, I'm gonna believe AJ. Um, so somebody, somebody missed a block. Somebody just forgot. Um, it happens. But I, I don't like the play call, though. I, I don't. No matter what AJ says, I don't like the play call.
0: Yeah, I don't like the play call. And the fact is, like, if it was the right play call, and like that would should have been a 30 yard touchdown if everybody ran it right. It's week what six? It's week 17. You should be. You shouldn't be making those mistakes week seventeen. Those are the mistakes you see like week one, week two, the first half of the season, maybe. Like now's the time. Where, like you know what you're doing when you're calling plays. Like you got to buckle down. Like every play counts, especially in the playoffs.
1: But yeah, didn't like it. And then, of course, on the play that everybody hates, which is <laughs> a screen with Devontae Smith being the lead blocker, of course he gets rolled up on. Thankfully. He's okay. He expects to play Sunday if they if they actually do play him. Um, I hope they don't. And then yeah, because we're playing in MetLife, and that turf is going to kill somebody. Um yeah. But he should be he should be okay for the playoffs.
0: Um, speaking of getting too cute, Dante Smith should never be blocking in space.
1: Yeah. I, I I I respect Devontae for being the person that's yeah, willing to do it, but absolutely you have AJ, you have Julio. Make one of those strong motherfuckers block. You know, not not
0: Devante, you know? even Zacchaeus, like any receiver besides the guy who's a buck fifty soaking wet. Like, what, yeah. what are you doing?
1: Yeah, but I will I will give him props uh every other week for doing it.
0: Um, yeah, more props for him, for, him for trying.
1: Yeah. Um, what uh, see anything else? any last any closing thoughts uh as we try to move past uh this horrific uh, game against the cardinals
0: i mean all we can do is try to move on we can't dwell on it we got go to go into the next week we're still going to be in the playoffs so you know season's not over
1: yeah it's not over it's not over and uh we will be we'll, we'll be talking about that uh here shortly about uh, the next week um but before we do that uh let's Uh, Take a quick break and hear a word from our uh, newest partner. And we'll be right back.
0: Bring the Vegas gaming experience to the palm of your hand. Bet your favorite team, try your luck in the casino, or our poker room. The earliest sports lines and the biggest limits online. Lots of deposit options. Bet on live events as they happen. The next play, the next score. Get winnings fast or roll them into a parlay and win even more. Visit Bet Online
1: today and see what millions of customers have experienced for over 20 years. And welcome back. Uh, big shout out to BetOnline um, for partnering up with us. Um, we will be leaving a link um, in the description on across all platforms. Uh, if you click on the link, uh, BetOnline is running like, I forgot what the, the mash deposit is right now. I think it's, I want to say it's like, they match a one hundred percent up to five hundred dollars. So, uh, take advantage of that. Playoffs are coming up. Uh, college football playoffs are uh, about to end, I guess. But you can bet on that that championship game. Uh, you can Bet anywhere. So, uh, shout out to Bet Online. Um, and wait to see where uh, we go from here. Um, now let's talk about next week. Um, you know this is different because. Like I said, throughout the whole year, uh, I don't like doing preview shows because preview shows we can talk, we can sit there and talk. Uh, you know, we need to do this, do that, but you're going to hear that you're going to hear the same exact thing on every single podcast that you listen to, um, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that, um, so we can tell you, hey, Eagles need to find a way to get pressure. They need to find a way to get the playmakers, uh, you know, involved, use the middle of the field, all that. You're gonna hear the same thing. So we're just gonna talk a little, we're gonna talk about different things, I guess. So one of the things that we talked about maybe like a week or two ago is what can the Eagles do to make you feel better about their chances going in the playoffs? I think I'm at the point where nothing they do in this game will make me feel better. Because A, I don't think they're gonna play their starters. I don't think they are, I think they might play the first quarter and then look at the score, the scoreboard. that be scoreboard watching the whole time. And if the Cowboys get off to a, a phenomenal start, they're just going to pull them because why would you play them? They're playing on the, the worst field in the NFL as far as, like, turf, grass goes. Washington, uh, Commanders, you own that title of the worst field in the NFL because that stadium is absolutely dog shit. But as far as turf goes, MetLife is the worst. Definitely uh the most it feels like statistically that place has most injuries. Uh I know there's a stat somewhere out there but that place has like the most like Achilles injuries. Uh I, I can think of two this year. Aaron Rodgers and uh I think his last name is Phillips from the Dolphins. Jalen Phillips.
0: Jalen Phillips, yeah.
1: Um he towards Achilles there too.
0: Yeah.
1: So um I don't want anybody to tear their Achilles. And especially not this late to the year, because they won't be back in time for next year. So um, but for the sake of this, the show, I think if they do play their starters, I think getting AJ involved and letting him kind of go off would be huge for this team. Um and then, you know, he had his interview this week. And there's a lot, there was a lot of speculation that he's upset with the coaching staff. And he kind of put that to rest. He, so he said, Hey, look, I had no problem with him. Um, you know, I'm just, he's basically upset with how the team's playing. And he's like, What? He's like, I'm, had nothing to say. And he said, If he has nothing else to say, he's not going to say it at all. And it's not about the coaching staff, it's about the team. Um, and I think that him coming out, um, he apologized to the team. And then he came out and talked to the media. That's, that's a, that was being a leader. And I know a lot of people, they don't like AJ because they think he is a a diva and uh you know crybaby. But I think if you are really tuned in to like the Eagles and you pay attention to them outside of like the games, you can see that AJ is a, is a leader. Um, and he's a very good one at that. If you haven't listened to that interview, I suggest doing it because to me it brought me back in. Uh, I wasn't all I wasn't all the way out, um, just because I'll never I never will be, and if you've been following along with us, I've been the only one that hasn't been like out yet, you know. But I'm like all the way back in with AJ, and it, it just seems like what had happened was they lost the 49ers. It's like, oh well, we still have the one seed still, so, like it's it's okay. They lost the Cowboys. Oh, we can still get the one seed, and we still have we still control our own destiny for. The NFC East lost the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, we still have the NFC East in our hands with the one seed still around. Beat the Giants. Nothing changes. Lose the Cardinals. Oh shit. We lost the NFC East. We lost the one seed. We lost pretty much the two seed. Um, that kind of goes hand in hand with the NFC East. Um, we're now a wildcard team. No home playoff games. We're going to be traveling for the rest of the year. Um, I think now they are a desperate team. And I feel like they are a desperate, talented team. And I think that the worst thing you can do come playoff time is face a team that is desperate and talented. And that's why I feel like the Eagles do have a shot um, at making a run of this thing. Um, Sure. Coaching. Coaching makes questionable decisions. Um, and it seems like what AJ was saying was like, the players do improvise quite a bit. Because he said that on that Seattle game, they improvise and try to get a, uh, I guess like a penalty, but Nick took the took the blame for it. But it feels like the players call their own shots. Um, but I, don't, I don't doubt the players. Like, Going into the playoffs, I don't doubt Jalen. I don't doubt AJ. I don't doubt anybody on this team, really. Um, besides the linebackers, I doubt them quite a bit. But it's it's hard. It's hard. Um, and you'll hear a lot of negativity, uh, probably from Josh here in the next few minutes. Um, but he doesn't want the Eagles to lose. He doesn't want them to lose. He wants them to win. But I understand. I I I definitely understand because I used to be about where Bryce is. Uh, Bryce is super negative, uh, in case you haven't noticed. He's he's quick to be negative. I used to be the same way. But we won a Super Bowl going into the playoffs looking like complete and utter dog shit. And I have no doubt in my mind that we can do it again. Sure, we don't have that first round bye. We don't have home field advantage. But do you remember that feeling whenever – it was a year after the Super Bowl when we were a wild card team. We go with the Chicago. We still won from the Bears. We were down in New Orleans. We're down cornerbacks, right? We're down quite a few. Um, And uh, Trayvon LeBlanc got a pick. And Nick Foles is leading us down the field. Like two-minute drill. There was no doubt, in my mind, and I'm sure 90% of the Eagles fans' minds, that we weren't going to go back and win that. We weren't. And then, of course, Alshon tipped it. It gets picked off by Marshawn Lattimore. Into that dream. So, like, I feel like this team can make the run. I feel like they're too talented, and they can only be down for so long. I don't think that this team is just going to sit there and like fold because they had a bad month probably about month and a half now I guess I don't I don't see it I think right now if you look at the odds I think that they are what fifth best odds the one, the one at all if I'm not mistaken behind I think it's Chiefs, Bills Ravens, 49ers, Cowboys six best odds I think it's a six best odds yeah I think they're better than Cowboys. I think I think they're on par with the 49ers if the Eagles play at their best. And like they play what they're like to the point they're like you know what they're capable of. I think they they're on par with them. And I think Jalen Hurts is the determining factor um in that matchup. I and I feel like if they can play their best ball these next five weeks they can they can do it. There's no doubt in my mind they can do it. It's just to be determined if they do play their best ball and it starts with Jalen and I think Jalen is the person that starts this process of getting our momentum back. It'll probably be in that first playoff game because like I said I don't see them playing Sunday against the Giants. And once Jalen gets going, you'll start seeing belief, you'll start seeing momentum come our way. And I think that's when we make our run. Uh, so that's my that's my prediction. I still think this team can and will uh, make a run to Las Vegas. Hope I don't, hope we don't play the Ravens. Uh, that's that's about it. Uh, if we play anybody else, I think it's a guaranteed win. But if it's the Ravens, it's going to be a fun one. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't – I don't see this team just – I don't see them packing their stuff up and going home, you know. I just – I don't. Based on what I've seen, what I've heard, and what I've learned about these players, I just I don't see it. I don't see it. And – Think with AJ coming out and basically saying like he knows that we're capable of it. We're we're almost there, and he made a point that we've seen glimpses of like like perfect, like perfection. But it fades away quickly. It it happens. It, it just fades away. Um, typically starts with a with a wide receiver screen, tight end screen, um, with Devontae Smith uh, blocking. That's typically when the, it starts to fade, but. I I don't know. I think, I think this team's okay. I think it's okay to be down. I don't think it's okay to be out though. Definitely don't be out, but that's my little, my little rah-rah speech. Um, Josh, I'll let you take it away with how you're, how you're feeling. And uh, we'll see where uh, where we're at.
0: Yeah. So um, I. Wouldn't consider myself a pessimist when it comes to the Eagles, I've definitely been closer on the spectrum to where I believe Bryce is now, like in the past, like very quick to count us out. And in other years, I would have, I would say the season's over already. I still think we're on the short list of teams that can win the Super Bowl. There are teams that are in the playoffs that I think have no shot, and I don't think we're on that list. I think if we get our act together, we have as good a chance as anybody to at least make the Super Bowl. I it does I think it starts and ends with Jalen. I think if he comes out in that first playoff game, because like you said, I don't think he'll play much, if at all, against the Giants. If he comes out gangbusters and is rallying rallying the team behind him and we come out on fire. Um I think you know, I think we have as good a shot as anybody. One thing that you mentioned to me off not on the podcast, that I think is also a big motivating factor for this team are some of the older guys, some of the vets, like Jason Kelsey. It's probably his last run. Um, Lane, you know, Lane Johnson might retire. I don't know. I could see some of the older guys this being like their last Super Bowl run. And I know that they want to win for them. Um, and you also, you put it well, I mean, this is a, uh, a team that you know, over the last four or five weeks, it seems like each week we've kind of, you know, like first we had the one seed and then like, okay, well, we can still have a chance at the one seed, but we have the NFC, so we can lock that up. And it seemed like each week our situation got a little worse. And now, we, I mean, we're at the point where week 18 is meaningless like we hoped, but not because we have the one seed locked up, because we have nothing to gain at this point, probably. Mm-hmm but that's kind of a good place to be in when we have teams counting us out. We want teams to doubt us. We've been in that situation before and we're still a team that nobody is, nobody's going to see us on their playoff schedule and think, Oh yes, we play the Eagles. That's an easy win. No matter how down we are, we are, we do still have one of, if not the most talented rosters in the league. Um, I think that, Yeah, I mean, this team's not going to give up. This team's not going to lay down. And I don't think they have. I know they've been making some mistakes. And they, frankly, all year haven't put together a complete game. And they're going to have to if they really want to. If they want to win the Super Bowl, they're not going to get through the whole season without playing a complete game. But they have it in them. I know they do. I know they have the drive. I know they have the leadership. And they have the talent to do it. The only... Just to kind of play both sides of the coin, though. I don't have any doubt in most of our players. I don't have any doubt in Jalen, any doubt in AJ, any doubt in you know a lot of the key contributors on this team. But like you said, I have a lot of doubt, or I don't know if you said a lot, but I have a lot of doubt in the linebackers.
1: <laughs>
0: I have a lot of <laughs> doubt. I frankly have a, a fair amount of doubt in the secondary. I think our secondary is either in the case of James Bradbury over the hill or in the case of somebody like Keely Ringo. He's just not – I don't think he's quite there yet. I think he can get there someday. But if either of them are going to play a major part in the secondary, along with the fact that our linebackers' situation is the way it is, I mean, Jalen can play as great as he wants. Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Hassan Reddick can play as great as they want on the defensive line. If we have, I just don't see, or I don't know. I mean, maybe they can, but I could definitely see the linebacking core and the secondary just being just unable to overcome. And I hate to say that because I think that I can, I think that everybody else, I have confidence that they'll step up when they need to. I just don't have confidence in, especially the linebacking core. Um, You know, like Darius Slay, I know he's lost a step. I have confidence he can step up, but he can only do so much. I have confidence that Reed Blankenship will play well, but he can only do so much. I think that the lack of talent and lack of investment that we put into the position in linebacker and that side of the field across from Slay is going to be tough to overcome. And I think that if we do lose, it'll be because of that and not because of a lot and not because of any of our, anybody giving up or laying down or even like lack of scheme or coaching. I think that we're going to be, I think that most of our key contributors and our big names would be able to overcome that in the off season. It's just a matter of when it feels like there's such a dirt, a dearth. is not the right word of talent at linebacker. It
1: ain't good. I'll tell our you performance.
0: That. Yeah. It's uh you know, we'll see. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because I know that... I don't even know that I think. I know that Jalen's going to step up. I know that some of our... Like I keep saying, key contributors. I know they're going to step up. I just hope that they can do enough to overcome some of the holes that we have that we haven't had as... Well, yeah, I would say haven't had as strongly in previous playoff runs.
1: Right. I think something that does get overlooked... Uh, I'm gonna try to fact check it real quick as I'm talking. Is that so? First things first. Shaq Leonard just hasn't been great. I think you can all agree on that. He's had his moments, but like he doesn't move well. It's a shame. I hate it for him because he seems like a he seems like a good guy, um, but <laughs> it just seems like he's not moving the way he he used to. Um, it sucks. It sucks. Um, but I feel like something that does get overlooked. Is that Zach Cunningham? Um, it has has been out, and he's been our our best by far, our best linebacker. He missed the Forty Nine ers game, and of course, we had tackling issues. We had tackling issues against the Cardinals. Zach Cunningham's out. A Cowboys game, I think we just got our ass whooped, and that's 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 all it was to it. We just got our ass whooped. Um, but he's he's missed the past three games. And I feel like we've struggled those past three games against bad teams. And I feel like, I feel like we need him. We need him back. Um, Him him being back, is going to be, honestly, it's going to be great. And uh, at this point, he he could do no wrong in my eyes because I I miss him so much. Um, Slay, I can't wait to get him back because like, AJ said that he's going, he's been going through like, like a thing with his knee that nobody knew about, but like the team. And so hopefully that knee feels like a million bucks and he's, he's back full, like 100% for just in time for the playoffs. Cause so we need him. We definitely need him. Um, so like we're getting people back. Um, uh of mathematics i wish that you didn't play uh last week because i have all of, I, my doubts and you right now are so high because you played so bad you allowed eight catches for like 84 yards that is awful that is awful and i don't know what was going on maybe maybe you're, you're rusty and i understand that but like the ex- the expectation for you was, was high and you fell way below that expectation um so
0: I'm just glad he played because I would hate to have high expectations for him in the playoffs and then he comes out round one and does that. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Um but yeah. Uh I don't think Vegas. I think Vegas also thinks that we're gonna not play our starters because the the line right now is we're favored by four and a half. Uh and last time we played the Giants it was thirteen. So uh, either Vegas thinks that we are dog shit. Or they think we're going to rest our starters, and I'm leaning towards that. Yes. Um, but who knows what will happen uh, Sunday? So if you're if you're betting, don't bet on this game. Do not bet on this game. I promise you, it's not worth it. Um, because there there is a a world where the Commanders have a lead at halftime, and we're not resting anybody. There's also a world where. The Cowboys are up twenty one nothing with three minutes to go in the first. And we're like, all right. No point. So who knows? if we if we somehow steal the East, uh, we don't deserve that. We definitely don't deserve it, but we'll take it. Um but I don't know. What what do you think is gonna happen? Do you think do you think that the uh Cowboys beat the commanders and we've that wild card spot or do you think that somehow some way we we're back-to-back champions of the east
0: you know i want to say that we find a way and we we become back-to-back champions of the east for the first time since first time anybody in the division since what like 2006 i think think 2004 but I don't think it's going to happen. I think I think the Cowboys are going to stomp the Commanders, and it's not going to be a question.
1: What if I told you that the Cowboys can't win on the road, and they can't win on grass, and the Commanders have grass? What if I told you that? What if I told you that the Commanders also only lost by seven to the 49ers?
0: Yeah, that changes
1: things. And what if I told you that? Sure, it'd be beneficial for the commanders if they lost. But what if your biggest divisional rival could clinch on your home field? What are you going to do? You won't let them do that. It's like there's there's so much that's also like going against the Cowboys, in my opinion. It is possible. I'm not getting my hopes up. I, my my full expectation, throwing out there right now, is we're fifth seed. We're, we're traveling to New Orleans or Tampa. That's my full expectation. If we travel, if we somehow travel to Atlanta, I'll be able to go that game. I'll be happy. But that's my expectation. Is the fifth seed, fifth seed. But there is a chance, and I feel like it's a bigger chance than people are are, are giving us. Uh, it'd be nice. We need the three seed at that point. Um, that'd be interesting. Uh, I would take it. I mean, I take a home game for sure. Yeah. Um. Great. What else? Is there anything else I want to cover before we we wrap this up? I don't want to do prize picks picks this week. That last week was just so bad. Um, it was bad. it was very bad. We're not good at picking lines. Bryce isn't. Wait, well, let's bring Bryce. Bryce isn't here. It's fresh. Um, me, me and you were on heaters. Um yes. prices is selling. Um but yeah, I think I think I think gonna do it. Uh, I don't want to do score prediction just because nobody knows. And quite no. frankly, I don't care what happens. If if the Cowboys win, uh if we rush stars, cool. I I get to see Rashad Penny carry the ball a couple times. <laughs> That'd make my day. Uh but I wish and I hope that we are forced to play. We come out injury free and we kind of catch a spark and we kind of get things rolling. We still the NFC East. Things go uh, in our favor. Um, my last question for you before you wrap this up is right now, if you could give me a percentage of the chances of us making this run just to get to the Super Bowl, not win it, just to get there. Where would you put our chances right now? It is Let's perfectly say, fine if you say zero. I, I I wouldn't blame you at all.
0: It's not zero. It's definitely not zero. I would say, realistically, maybe this is maybe this isn't realistic. Ten to fifteen percent, honestly, of getting to the Super Bowl. So I was thinking, like you know, three playoff games call it 50 50 for each would put us at 25 percent right 50 no, 12 and a half and then I was thinking like maybe a little less than that it's like 10 percent
1: I mean at the end of the day all you gotta do is be in the dance
0: all yeah. you gotta do that's all you that
1: that's all you you need it just to have a chance um and that's that's the main thing I want you guys to take away from this is we have a chance. We'd have a chance. That's all you need. What now? What, what Nick said earlier this week about how like we're in the playoffs. Some team just want to be there. It sounded like a loser quote, but I know what he was saying is like we have a chance to get there. People would kill it to be in the playoffs, but we're here. That's all we need. So take that, take that how you want it. You want to if you want to believe, welcome to 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 this side. I welcome you with open arms. If you don't want to believe,
0: you got Josh and Bryce over there. You know, just eh, that's a ten you know,
1: percent. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 hovering, I guess. But I'm
0: more I'm more in the middle. Yeah,
1: I think Bryce is probably in the middle too. Uh, he definitely felt that uh, that AJ speech. So um, yeah, he likes like, He did. He definitely did. Uh but yeah, that'll that'll wrap up this episode. Um, we got plenty of. Fun things coming up. We're going to do an ultimate Eagles tournament where we go uh, decade by decade, uh, starting with the 90s um, to pick the ultimate Eagle. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, you guys will get the vote. Um, and it's all on you guys. We have no input. We have no say. All we're doing is the seating. Um, so it'll be a March Madness style tournament. Um, it'll go on for, for a minute, but we're excited for that one. Um, we got a couple ideas for uh, random videos, TikToks uh, for you guys. I feel like it will be fun. What else? What else we got? we got? We got plenty of stuff coming. I think me and Bryce, maybe maybe Josh, uh, if you want to, might do a watch-along uh, for this Sunday's game. I don't know.
0: We'll see. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm going with my, my fiance to go look at wedding venues before the game. So if I make it back, and um, feel like setting up my stuff, we can do it. Um, might have her included in it. Um, but, yeah, um, got plenty of things we want to do. Um, and, you know, hopefully you guys stay around for it. Uh, for those of you that do, we thank you for it. Thank you for the reviews on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Amazon. Uh, we see them. We thank you for them. Uh, we got five stars. Perfect score across all um, platforms and then josh i don't know if you were here or if you heard but somebody gave us a review um on apple podcast said that we are must listen uh, take their word for it because i think we are um smart review smart smart very smart um and we thank you for it um like i said if you leave a review on any of the the websites we will we will read them here so if you want to try to be clever or funny there's a chance make it happen um, make a slap yeah um, or cry. yeah, yeah, help cry, yeah, <laughs> whatever, whichever one you feel comfortable doing. Uh, shout out to Rogue Energy. Um, if you need an energy drink that doesn't make you feel bad about yourself. Um, uh, check out Rogue Energy. Use uh code the link lineup for ten percent off your purchase. Um, if if you're unsure about their product, uh, they do give out free samples. All you have to do is cover shipping. Um, so be on be on the lookout for that. Um, might do a giveaway. Uh, for a Rogue Energy tub. Um Yeah, follow us on all the socials the Link lineup. Um, we have been active, and I can say that with 100% confidence. We have been active, and I'm proud of us um, for being active. Uh, so follow us there. If you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Like I said earlier, give us a review, um, and then follow us. That way you don't miss an episode, because um, we may have a random episode pop up that you, you may not be prepared for. Um, YouTube. I see you commenting. Uh, Thank you for commenting uh, on the videos uh, and liking and subscribing. Um, Continue to do that if you're new. Um, Yeah, follow Josh at the Pre2 on X. Follow me at Cardiac Chase. Follow Bryce at I am Bryce Haynes. Make sure to wish him a happy birthday if you you want to. You don't have to. Um, And, yeah. Until next time. Hopefully it's a good episode uh, next time because uh, I can't deal with any more heartbreak. But uh, as always, until next time, go birds. Go birds.